Did you know you can win a pair of Alpha Burley Pro boots from Lacrosse Footwear? We're gonna give that away. And you could also win a trip, hunting trip with us in Missouri, first week of February with Valley Oaks. I'm gonna give you all the information as we wrap up the last episode of Behind the Line. It starts right now. Thank you, Tetra Harry, for being the proud sponsor. said fourth because I thought we did a pod last night, but we didn't, um, and we apologize for that. Things were a little bit chaotic from going from one camp to another and getting all the gear and everything set up, um, and so this rounds up our last, uh, or rounds out our trip here in North Dakota, and we finished on a really great note. I mean, Definitely let's, let's first start with yesterday, and then we'll go into today, so um, but before we do that, again, a reminder, you need to subscribe to the Heartland Waterfowl YouTube channel. You need to comment on this video, and then that's going to get you entered to win a pair of Alpha Burley Pro boots from Lacrosse Footwear, and we're going to announce that winner in the hunt video that was from the hunt today that will be released tomorrow morning. So uh, make sure you get yourself entered for that. There will be a description in this video as well. That is a landing page to give us your information and so that you can not only win the boots, but you can get entered to win a hunt with us in Missouri with Valley Oaks in the first week of February. So yesterday started off a little bit rough after a rough day before, um, and we decided that we were going to go back to the field and hunt in the afternoon after we kind of got, we didn't get skunk, we shot a couple ducks in the morning, a couple bonus ducks, um, but the afternoon certainly did not disappoint. No, it was pretty awesome, not going to lie. It yeah. was a ton of fun, but um, it, it was a textbook afternoon hunt, right? Yeah. You had the, mm-hmm. the cold north wind the day before, kind of a migration day. And then next morning, you know, obviously we had to go out and give it a try, right? We weren't yeah. going to do anything anyways. Mm-hmm. Super cold, no wind. Super cold, no wind. And then the, the wind gradually picking up out of the south all afternoon. And then obviously sunshine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the textbook yeah. afternoon hunt. The day after the cold front like that, the wind switches around, sun right. at your back, wind at your back. That's the tes- textbook afternoon hunt and they came out early and we were done in 45 minutes yeah, pretty it was, much it was awesome it was awesome but let's yep. see we had an idea whenever we went in there yesterday morning we go into this bean field and there was a slough that they were staging on right behind us we set up right off of it right yep. and we knew whenever we saw that it was frozen yesterday morning after we were walking back from parking the trucks right there was it was it was iced over so we knew that those ducks were going to come off the roost and try to go stage in that little slough and being that it was frozen and it stayed frozen all day yesterday definitely helped us oh 1000 percent. every group would come out they would look at that slough it'd be like oh no we obviously can't go in there mm-hmm. see our decoys 75 oh, yards they, away they must have came here right, <laughs> right so we knew that the potential was there yesterday in that field right but it was just about being there at the right time mm-hmm. you know unfortunately Fortunately, we were there. The magic the, time was about three to three forty-five. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. You know, we we met there two thirty. Yep. Like we were walking back to the trucks. It was two thirty. Yeah. And there was we were moving some decoys. I'm me and Ever yep. were moving some snow goose yep. decoys, and there was already a couple five packs coming out. And I was like, we need to we need to get in because right. they're fixing to start coming 
you know, down. Yeah. And, and yep. they did. It yep. was awesome. And plus, too, like, when you got sunshine like that and those mallards just pop, you know, like, yeah, there was no yeah. trouble picking out greenheads yeah. yesterday. Yeah. You, could, you could see the green coming the whole way. yards yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you knew exactly it's which like, one. Right, five on the left are greenheads. Yep. You know, but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. What do you think? Uh, it was a great hunt. Great hunt. It, it's everything you could ask for out of the field mallard. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Textbook. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we, uh, yesterday morning, I mean, we were just like, here we go again. Here we go again. <laughs> but we knew, like, we we all knew going into yesterday morning, like, okay, like you said, with the weather, with no wind, post-frontal, like, there's a chance that they're going to sit till noon yep. to, you know, 2.30, 3 o'clock. But. We'll kind of add, to add to the frustration or the chaos of that particular hunt, and you see this in the video. Actually, that hunt video is already out, and you can watch that on the Heartland Waterfowl YouTube channel, which is a great video by Marathon Media Management with Dakota and Quentin. Did a great job filming yesterday. In fact, it's not very often that we get to switch out, and the, and the guys filming get to hunt, and that actually got to happen yesterday, and they got to shoot their limits. So that was pretty cool, and Logan and I got to go back behind the cameras like the old days. So, um, But going back to the chaos of you the still day. still got it. I still got it. <laughs> I do. That one clip. There's a couple. Oh, there was more than <laughs> one. I mean, <laughs> I don't, that one cheddar. Maybe the yeah. one. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie, maybe three. Maybe three. Uh, Ronnie said this morning, he goes, I actually, I think I had more fun yesterday filming. I was like, what? Bullshit. <laughs> 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 but what I was getting to say, getting ready to say was, to add to the chaos of the morning, what we haven't really explained in this particular episode of Behind the Blind is, we had a lot of stuff to get done yesterday outside of just trying to kill these ducks. Mm-hmm. So we were going back and forth for about 20 minutes trying to decide, do we sit here and do we hunt all day and then go back to our original camp to pack up all of our stuff and then move an hour and 20 minutes to our next location? How are we going to scout? Uh, exactly. Right. And so uh, we ended up choosing to leave about 11 go on and leaving all the stuff in the field. I mean, we got our camera gear and our guns and, you know, the real valuable stuff. And then ended up going back to camp, packing it up right away, eating a quick sandwich, driving back to the field with all of the stuff, mm-hmm. shooting our limit, all and then, the stuff. yeah, <laughs> I mean, you should show this. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're filming inside of a bedroom. If it looks like it, it's because we are yeah. uh, here where Joe uh, guides during the season. Um, but anyway, so we packed it all up, and we came back here, and then, uh, and then you were able to get out and scout. While we were picking up yesterday, because we were done early, right? Yeah. You know, we were done by four o'clock, I believe. Yeah, fortunately, we were done by four thirty, five o'clock, and that's when we've been leaving to go scout every day. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, Hugh and I hopped in the truck, um, came back up this way, and I mean, I had an idea yesterday, you know, where we were going to be able to hunt this morning. Uh, so it was just a matter of getting back up here in time and checking on a few spots, and uh, obviously, it worked out for us. Also, I mean, we had another good hunt today, but fortunately, we everything kind of worked out and played its part yesterday. We were able to kill the ducks, we were able mm-hmm. to get everything packed up, move back up here, and then still be able to have mm-hmm. a spot for t- for today. So, yeah, yeah, it all worked out. All worked out. So then we got back here, got settled in. We're up a little bit trying to get everything organized for this production of Behind the Blind, and then get Dakota's you know, desktop set up for him to do the production of our hunt recaps that you can find on the Heartland Waterfowl YouTube channel. And then we knew where we were going to hunt. We didn't have to go very far to get them in the morning. Uh, Today was a different situation. We didn't have a bad day. We had a good day, um, but a little bit different situation as far as, you know, as it got later in the day yesterday, the hunting got a little bit better. 
it was a little bit reversed today. It got good early, and then as we got later in the day and the cloud cover came in, then it started to kind of get a little squirrely. Would you like to s- would you like to say anything about that, Mr. Silent? <laughs> do you think, yeah. do you think, think the cloud, think the cloud <laughs> cover hurt us today or helped us? Uh, probably hurt us a little bit. There, when we had the sun, the birds acted more like they wanted to eat, mm-hmm. and then as the clouds came on, they didn't act like they wanted to eat. They were doing that like sixty yard, just yeah. kind of. I think they were just seeing something they didn't like. I think that's yep. what it is. Yeah, I think they wanted to eat. Right. I mean, they were getting up and they were I mean, moving they were around. They were coming to us. They were ready they to eat. They just, <laughs> yeah. I think that filtered light. It was. was it was that weird filtered light that mm-hmm. they can just see everything. Yeah. Us, like, you but know. I mean, they, at least they flew this morning. Um, you know, and, yeah. and we, and we talked about it last night. You know, if it would have been another dead calm morning. We probably would have just hunted this afternoon, but we knew we were going to have wind this morning, which mm-hmm. we did. We had a good wind right off the bat. Yep. yep. So, you know, it turns out, you know, we went out and hunted this morning, and our ducks did come out, mm-hmm. you know. And then this front coming through, I mean, if, if nobody's watched the Weather Channel, I mean, there's a huge front coming, and today is about the start of it. It's about to get super cold up here this week. Yeah. And, you know, those ducks were out moving heavy this morning but once those clouds rolled in it seemed like they just kind of weren't buying what we were selling anymore mm-hmm. you know so but yeah. it's still good i mean we shot 20 we had know? a monopoly and then it kind of teared off we had a bunch of competition <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> it actually no doubt. started off with the honkers first yeah. thing in the morning yeah, and that was the cool thing about this hunt you know is that we got to get some bonus birds with the honkers that yeah, were in nice the area nice that, nice that came surprise. in yeah and how many did we end up with that there was two did we get two hunkers? three okay three three, three honkers yep so anyway, all in all, it is a great trip. It's our second episode now that will be air on Sportsman's Channel um, for season 10 of Heartland Waterfowl. Um, I guess overall, each one of you kind of give your overall analysis of how you feel like the trip went. All in all good. You know, the front side, you struggled kind of like we always do. You know, narrowing birds down, weather didn't help any of that stuff, but you dial it in, you get a few days to see what's going on so that you can start picking what's most important, lining it up, yeah. it gets better at the end. The only thing I could add is some walleye fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what we should have been if doing the first couple days. If we could have walleye fished maybe Tuesday, then it would have been. When it was 75. Oh, yeah, right. we definitely could have done that right. with those temperatures. But, uh, but no, I mean, it, it It was a great four days. I mean, it felt good to squeeze the trigger, mm-hmm. get back after it a little bit. Um, but, you know, like Everett said, I mean, we always have. It always seems like on this trip, especially this first week in November when we're always up here, we always have that oh shit kind of day. Yeah. It's like, dang, we got beat today. Like this sucks. But then, you know, we always seem to turn around towards the last two, three days of the trip and we always mm-hmm. end up finding something good and getting on them. So right. I think it was just right on par this year. I felt know? like this particular year, as you mentioned the struggle, I felt like there was a bit of a uniqueness compared to other years just because in other years we're driving all over Kingdom Come trying to find something to mm-hmm. hunt. And then usually those last two days we find two or three options. And so we're set for the rest of the trip. Mm-hmm. In this particular situation, we were never really struggling to find options. There mm-hmm. were birds here there everywhere. Birds here. The only time, only thing that really screwed us was that weird situation where we set up in the wrong spot in the field and those birds didn't want to get out of the, out of too far from the water right. to feed. Right. And then we come back and we run into the situation where there's already guys in the field when yep. we think we've got exclusivity to the field because right. we got permission from the farmer. <laughs> that, I mean, we've run into similar situations like that in other places that we hunted, but I don't, different. I don't think it, that ev- that has ever happened when we've been up here in North Dakota. No, no, nothing like that. that that's something that's like a Canada thing. You yeah. Know, you know, the two people get permission or you get beat to a field, like mm-hmm. that's your struggle, right? Yeah. Um, this wasn't the case in 
at the end of the day, like any time we pulled up on a field that we saw, you know, we were scouting with birds, like it was huntable numbers. Mm-hmm. Like we never had a field that was like, man, yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. there's enough in there, you yeah, know, right. like it was always like, oh, there's enough there. Mm-hmm. We just got to get permission and figure out how to, to hide and, and, you know, what to do and, and pray that they're coming far enough off the water. That right. was that was probably the big thing was are they coming far enough? Like you mentioned, like we set up in the wrong spot. Did no. we? Did we? Because no. if we would have set up 150 yards uh, closer to the water, we might have blown the well, entire right. thing out. I say like we set up in the wrong spot line, only because I, I, I saw the, the, right. the field the night before, and I knew that they were landing in the south edge right. yeah, yeah, of yeah. that field. But you can't get too close. No, I know? understand. Right. I understand. You know, so like we, we were hoping we could pull them, but they right. didn't even get up high enough. For no. the, uh, they, they couldn't even, they they didn't even see us. Yards, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they came right off the water and sat right down. There's just nothing we could do. That's been that's been pretty normal thing like the last couple weeks or not last couple weeks but the last week 10 days that i've been up here uh guiding like that was uh that was a norm it's like okay well we need to try to get as close to the water as we can Mm. without bumping them or get between you know because a lot lot of the mornings it was warm no wind they were going water to water so it was like we need to get between the water right between them and try to set up close to one of them you're either going to set up by the roost or you're going to set up by where they're staging and hence exactly what we did yesterday. Exactly. Ideally. Mm-hmm. Like yes. Perfect scenario. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that it's been a pretty it's been a pretty reoccurring theme. Um the, the ducks they're just not flying off the water. They're not flying a half a mile or a mile across the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just jumping right out, finding the first spot they can sit down and just getting after it. Right. But right. But yeah, there's plenty of birds here. Oh, it's a big issue, you know. It's but we're, yeah. s- we're still a week early. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Still a week early. I know. I wish I didn't have to go back home. <laughs> yeah. We need to activate our next seven days. <laughs> I know, dude. I know right where we'd be going. Sorry, Haley, I'm going to be gone another yeah, week. Yeah. <laughs> I know right where we'd be going. Oh, oh man. It's I would be definitely be divorced. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and to, and to echo the my opinion of the uniqueness, you know, like, when do we ever find or hunt or, you know, on a snow feed of 250,000 snows? Like, you know, we've, we, 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 uh, yeah, we got into a really, situation. Not really ever, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously big numbers, but that was a giant feed. It but it, it wasn't anywhere. You just spilt your drink again. Come on. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yes, you did. Again. It's because Joe was bumping me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But at, the, at the end of the day, there was way more snows here last year at this time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like we saw, we had a big feed, right? But in most years, it I mean, they there's more. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, but uh, um, it's a week behind obviously yesterday we got a good push there we got text from champlin down in kansas some birds are showing up there so right um, right. i mean i can't even imagine what it's going to look like thanksgiving might be great you know cranes were missouri kansas thanksgiving might be great if this weather holds if this weather if they get some some snow up in uh saskatchewan and north dakota here Mm -hmm. it's it's going to be on yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah like i guess what i was ultimately saying is is that that first day you know, we had high expectations because of the the big feed, and it's not often that you get done with your hunt and and you have a let's call it a mediocre hunt, and you say, ah, maybe the feed was too big. Right, you know, too that many doesn't, birds. That yeah. doesn't happen very right. often that you say that. That just right. is another another example of some of the weird kind of uniqueness that happened to this trip right. as opposed to other years. And like, I mean, y'all know whenever you're hunting big a big feed like that, especially a snow goose feed, like if you're not if you're not getting them right away and getting them, and they start feeding right across the street, or, see you bye. I mean, you're, you're done. just done. You can't dude. compete with that. Like it, it's like this, 
there's too many birds. Yeah. You know, once one big group goes over there, mm-hmm. might as well one, pack her up. Once their know. flight line changed, we were done. Right, you know, right. We were done. And that's what happened is they reset their flight. And we sat know. there and hoped with optimism that, oh, maybe they'll bounce back and forth and we could pick maybe on Maybe somebody will go jump shoot them and they'll <laughs> come back over here. <laughs> Surely there's going to be a truck roll by there mm-hmm. at any time now. And we've seen both of those examples. Right. Where some will get up and they'll kind of hopscotch to other fields and, and check out other uh, feeds or – I don't know how many times in the 10 years that we've been doing this, somebody has jumped the roost. Oh, it's unbelievable. Remember last year? We yeah. Were hunting, uh, the old peas knees. Right, yeah. We were hunting that cornfield all day. Remember, we sat all day, and there was like four different trucks that drove into the field on the mm-hmm. section line that we had permission that we were hunting in, and mm-hmm. they were trying to jump shoot them from the section line. Remember? Yeah. You had to go drive down there and chew his ass. I gave that guy a piece <laughs> of my <mind>. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Because he was trespassing, for for the record, for people who are watching. It's not just because he's a complete asshole. Right. Just kind of. (laughs) He did make us clean his birds today. Yes, that is true. That is true. It happens all the time. So (laughs) I know. You're always (laughs) making us clean the birds. (laughs) (laughs) So that pretty much wraps up the North Dakota trip here. It was a great trip all in all. I have no nothing to complain about. And and aside from just the hunting, it's just always a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, good people that we get to hang out with. So thanks to Mike. Shout out Big Mike. Big Mike and um, Tyrell. Tyrell, Cody. uh, Cody, obviously. Joe. Nate. Nate Flynn. Um, and, and Marsha and all the people from CDL. So there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that we need to thank and, and have a lot of gratitude for. And um, that's why we keep coming back every year because right. it's, it's as much about the relationships and the camaraderie as it is about how good the hunting is. Right. And, like, you know, we've been doing this trip this week forever now. Mm-hmm. And I try to tell people all the time, like, you can't, you can't book your trip or – line up a trip and try to judge it or base it upon the weather it's going to be different every year yep you know like we come up the same time every year and right. sometimes it's great and right. sometimes it's 90 degrees right but now more what? times than not though you're gonna hit it right yeah, it was but 72 though right yeah, you go Literally. from 72 to today's a high of what 42 yeah it's snowing yes. in, the yeah. La- in the last two years before that you're getting to the field with single digit temperatures right, right. yeah you just you never know but like you know traditionally you know, this this week up here is usually awesome, and we love mm-hmm. being here this time of year. You know, it's just it's a magical time to be in this part of the country. There's oh. no doubt about it. That's what it. Let's go ahead. I was gonna say, what season was it that we came up here? Yeah, like I didn't come on that trip. You were 14 days, and it was you shot like 20 some birds, and they were all like spoonbills or it something. It was just <laughs> miserable. It was terrible. Miserable. Yeah. yeah. And I think honestly, I think was that the day my brother shot that giant goose. Yes. With that trip, that was we sh- okay. So we shot a goose and sixteen of our twenty-seven ducks in one day. Wow! And then so the other twelve or thirteen days, we shot like ten birds. Like mm-hmm. it was that bad. That yeah. is rough. That is rough. Yeah, but it happens. I'm glad I missed that trip. <laughs> 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 that is super rough. Yeah, but you know, look, all in all, it was great. I and mean, even with the, you know, we also talked about. I'll, I'll just add this to part of my theory that this was a unique trip. Um, yeah, we were messaging back and forth with you as we are looking at the weather. You're looking at the weather. You're already up here, so you can see what the migration is doing. And we're like, man, we're going to hit this perfect. Mm. This is going to be great. Weather shifted a little bit different. You know, it, the weather, cold weather came a l- couple days later than we thought it might. Yep. And then it's that whole situation where it, the cold, th- that whole situation kind of screwed us a little bit from the standpoint that we always talk about the consistency of the weather. And then it got kind of inconsistent. And that first day of a cold front, it always seems like you get excited initially because it's a cold front. 
but then the birds get here and then they're still trying to kind of figure out right, where to shut go. Shut down almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even with all of those moving parts, it was a very successful trip in right. my opinion. Yeah, for sure. So what's next? You know, we got uh, a long season ahead. A long season ahead of us. What is the next trip? Cold Bay, Alaska. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Alex has the Aleutian. I said Aleutian. Uh, yeah, the Emperor Goose Tag. He was one of 25 that drew, so we're going to uh, four Flyways Outfitters with Jeff Walsley. So nice. what are y'all going to do while he shoots an Emperor Goose? They're going to Kansas like we always do. No, what are you guys going to do? Oh, we you only got one tag. No, I'm just going to sit there and wave at it. You right. Know, try to scare it <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we're going to see Duck Hunt. Um couple hollow things maybe? We're going we're gonna to be there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to shoot all six of the ones I can shoot and bring everyone home. Bring cool. me one. Um, but, yeah, we're going to see Duck Hunt. Uh, we'll shoot some Brant. Um, obviously, the main priority is going to be getting that Emperor Goose. But he might get into some lesser Canadas. Yeah, there's some Canadas up there, but they're kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, what are y'all yeah. leaving for that? The day after Thanksgiving. You got room for one more? <laughs> no. Unless <laughs> 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 you want to pay for your plane ticket. No. <laughs> it's not cheap to fly to Cold Bay. No. 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 I mean, you're closer to Russia than you are the United States. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's going to be going on. And then Everett and I are going to be hanging back and we're going to be hunting Kansas over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so we got that going on. So there won't be any behind the blind or any of the recap videos that will be taking place like we're doing throughout the season while we're hunting in Kansas. But these guys will be doing uh, that stuff. Are correct? you guys going yeah. to Alaska? Yeah. Well, you got, we'll be, be doing behind the blind in Cold Bay. Okay. Got the Bash Brothers going. Nice, nice. The Smash Brothers. <laughs> so Alex Dysudu will make his first appearance on Behind the Blind, and uh, Nate Meyer and Logan, and then you two, right? Right. Uh, Nate's not coming. Just oh, he's not coming? just us four. Oh, me, okay. Me, me, Alex, Dakota. Got it. Two. Okay. What? All of the Behind the Blinds will be a uh, week late, though. That's right, because the There's internet service in Cold Bay, Alaska is, comp- I mean, like even at the library, <laughs> it is <laughs> awful. Yeah. It's like It might be dial-up. It's something yeah. like $150 a gigabyte or something. Uh-huh. It's oh boy. insane. insane. Yeah, it, it's not. I mean, there's not only like 40 internet. people that live in that town. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to produce, record it and produce it because that's kind of the cool thing about what we're trying to do with this YouTube series is bring it to you in semi real time. Mm-hmm. In this case, because we don't have the accessibility to uh, Internet that will allow us to upload large files. We just have to upload it when we get back. So be patient with us with that. But. Everett and I will be going after whatever we can find in Kansas over Thanksgiving weekend. And then, um, you know, from there, what's, what's next after that? You know, Tornado uh, Alley. Tornado Alley. Tornado yeah. Alley. Will in, in I think I'm coming on that trip. The first one or the second one? Both. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. His name's in the hat. I need to put a list together of everybody. There may not be room for you. That's he he was one of the first ones that said he was coming. Yeah. We'll kick everybody else uh, out. Yeah. Everett's not going to be with us. All right. You're not going to, well, you'll be there. He's, he's going to be, be, be like, I'm guiding. I'm, I'm a guy now. He completely changes his personality. Come, come. The guy guiding the guy. Hey, it's just an opportunity. It's an opportunity for me to get out of your guys' way. Yeah, yeah right. God. See? Yeah. Wow, I can't believe you. That's twice. Did you just spill your drink again three times on behind Joe, the line? Joe's pushing me around over <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, do you ever. <laughs> <laughs> and this. I, I just yeah. wanted to ask you this because I think it's funny. I don't know why, but I do. Um, you know, so y- when Joe, if he does come, it's going to be like the guy guiding the guide. Where before Joe had always been not a guide for us. Right. Like we're not, you're right. not, our, we're not your client. Right. But you know, don't guide Everett the guide. would ask. 
lots of questions and you know what guiding tutelage mm-hmm. yeah look how far he's gone i know i mean right? yeah you so can't learn anything if you don't ask questions that's right so what i'm saying is you know? do, you, do you look up to joe as is kind of a, absolutely a, a mentor when i had that opportunity i definitely called joe and asked for advice on that bunch we you talked know? a bunch about it yep mm-hmm. yeah Wow, the amount of respect right there. And, and ever, now, and that, respect. Hey, that's what Frank Why can't I, mean, I ever get respect? Hey, now he's a seasoned vet. Oh, here we go. Ronnie Danger. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you know about guiding? Uh, nothing <laughs> about guiding. Okay. No, what about <laughs> everything else? I mean, we talked a lot about it. Whenever. I'm 47 years old. Well, I guess you are, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all that gray. But now we talked about it a bunch whenever you were first. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, it's Brandon a, and Jose. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit of a different game when you're right. going and doing that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's real cool. So, obviously, that's what it looks like as we get up to the new year, and then as uh, we get into the first week of January, we're going to be down with Joe. In my place. Mm-hmm. Shooting cranes shooting and cranes. shooting some blue quail. Mm-hmm. and um, Yeah. When are we ever going to bass fish when we come down there? I try every year. He doesn't let me. It's not. If we weren't, I mean, we can absolutely go fishing. I we try, can I try, absolutely. I try every we year. can forget about we bird hunting. We just have to schedule go, yeah. a, a day for that, right? Okay. Maybe three days. <laughs> <laughs> How far is that good old bass fishing from where you're at? Well, I mean, we're good bass fishing about an hour and a half, but there's also really good bass fishing in a couple boats that we have that about three hours away. But That's where you would like to go. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's the home lake. I mean, it's, yeah. where, it's where we go every weekend, right. you know? I mean, I'd like... I'd love to go to OHIV like everybody else in America and catch a 15-pounder, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't want to. Is that where Brett Cannon's catching them? Uh, yeah, all the guys, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where they're all that's, catching them. It's literally the best bass they're lake massive. in the entire country they're right so now. Big. Maybe the world. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, we could. Uh, I'm just kidding. We could maybe would, do some bass would, fishing. It would be cool if we could, but I don't know how logistically it would work out because I definitely want to do that quail hunt. Oh, so. my God, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of great hunts just beyond what we've talked about here, but we're going to get close to wrapping this up. You got anything else that we need to hit on there, Dakota? Turn, turn your mic up. I would just mention the giveaway and yeah. go through the details of that. This is their last chance to enter That's right. on this video. That's right. Last chance to so enter. So giving away boots yeah. and a free hunt. Yeah. Actually, we're going to record it tonight. Uh, you know who the winner is. We're gonna you know randomly pick that winner. Uh, they had to have subscribed to the Heartland Waterfowl YouTube channel. They had to have commented on the videos from our trips this week, whether it's behind the blind or actually, I would be great if you did it on all of them, behind the blind or the hunt recaps. Uh, and then make sure you fill out your information on the landing page. That is very, 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 very important. If you don't do that, you're not qualified. You're um, you got to go to the link that is in the inside of the description of this video. It's actually huntwithhw.com. So click the link. Click the link. Fill out your information. There's a lot of cool information in there about who we are and what we're giving away. And we're pretty much covering everything except for your trip. Okay, so I need to f- expand on that. So you're going to win the pair of boots on this trip. And then at the end of the year, we're giving you a chance to hunt with us um, in Missouri. Canada Goose Hunt the first week of February with Valley Oaks. So as long as you can find your way to Missouri and you pay for your hunting license, we're pretty much going to take care of the rest. Your your lodging, your food, your ammo. And, uh, How many days of hunting is that? Two. Two, two. Nice. two yep. days. Yep. Yep. So That's prime time to be there. Yeah. So as Everett says, like it, swipe it, and, and all, all, that, all that good, good stuff. stuff. <laughs> exactly. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for following along. Hey, cheers to a great trip. Yeah, cheers. Yay. My beer's in the other room. Nice. Who's right. winning these football games? Cheers hey. to a great hey, trip. Hey, half of Everett's on the floor, so yeah. it's okay. Do we have an outro? There we go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It's Behind the Blind, brought to you by Tetra Hearing. Shout out sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>